Welcome back to the Suitors Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard the story of Mata Kola, how she went to the Guru's residence, seeing all the co-wives of the Guru there, how they were playing with their kids. Kola spent some time there. She joined in with them, playing with the young ones, enjoying her time there, until a thought came to her mind that why hasn't she received the gift of a kid from Guru Hargobind? So in this anxiety and pain of this desire, she left she went back to her place. She was just torn, thinking that the Guru had tricked her, the Guru brought her from Lahore, but hasn't loved her. And in this pain and anxiety, she just was going crazy. She threw off all her nice clothes, the sparkling jewelry she had into the courtyard. She put on some baggy, thick, dirty clothes. She didn't eat or drink anything at all. She was just thinking that the Guru would come and save her and bless her with a child. Meanwhile, Guru Hargobind was in the Dvan, the court session. Sukhmani Sai was being recited, but the Guru just couldn't focus. He couldn't sit there. He was feeling the pull from Mata Kola, from her love. So he got up, went to the residence, and that's where chapter 58 now picks up. The poet Santok Singh says there is really no way to describe how bad the state of Kola was in, just laying there on the ground. The one who had such beautiful deer-like eyes. Guru Hargobind looked over, Seeing her, he understood her pain. Guru Hargobind spoke out saying, Why are you on the ground with your eyes filled with such tears? Gola, your magnolia flower-like complexion has turned pale. Did somebody disrespect you? Did somebody hurt you? Tell me the reason for this. Why are you wearing these dirty clothes? Tell me your heart's desire and I'll fulfill it. Why are you giving such pain to your body? Before today, you were so happy and well. Listening to the sweet words of Guru Hargobind, she got up. She clasped her hands together. She faced the Guru's face and said, You are all powerful in every manner, O protector of the meek. The whole world says this praise of you, and I have understood it myself as well. Countless Sikhs come from all over. They come with desires, and they obtain them from you. I must have such fortunate fate that I would be liberated in this body from you. Whoever grabs hold of your cloth they are moved from the darkest of hells. But I've also understood my birth into a Thorak lineage as being unfortunate, and that's why I've left that life and come into your congregation. For as long as the world exists, I'll listen to your great praise. I'm so fortunate, though, to have this in my thoughts, because with those thoughts, I know I have no anxiety about the afterlife. But I do have one great worry about this life right now. And it won't be removed without coming into your sanctuary. And in this realm, I am not fortunate, even though the world receives so much from this sanctuary. Guru Hargobind replied, saying, Well, what is your ask? What is your pain for which you have subjected yourself to all of this? Tell me, and I'll fulfill it right now. Why are you drowning in this pain needlessly? When Gola heard this, she understood that Guru Hargobind was being graceful upon her. She then revealed her pain in her heart. She said, Just like how your praise is spread through the entire world and how it'll remain widespread in the future, in the same way I want my name to also be known and important, Guru Hargobind. I want a son from you. With a kid, I'll have my union with the world in the future. The people of the world will know of me from my lineage. This is the reason for my pain. So please remove this pain. I only have faith in you. Hearing this, Guru Hargobind responded saying, How 
have you established this desire in your heart? In this transient world, you want your name to remain? Why do you not focus on the life after this? Those who are greatly wise have destroyed all their desires in the world. What will a son or money do for you in the afterlife? When you die, you'll never get to see them. To hold on to ego, this sense of self as a being, as a thing, is just an illusion. In doing so, one creates a connection and attachment to possessions of the world, and they lose the game of life. What will a son do to help when one leaves the world? They go alone. It's this very benefit of keeping our company to be within the congregation where the desire for worldly possessions like this do not arise. What a small thing to ask and desire over that you've suffered so greatly for now. You've loved us so much, but you've still not removed your attachment to the world. Listening to this, Gola responded saying, you do want what's best for me. But even then, listen, I went to your residence the other day. I saw how beautiful your kids are and those who have given birth to these kids, their names will be remembered in the world. After I die, my name will not remain. How will somebody take my name? I don't see any way this is possible. Just like how my body is known through its association with your body. In this way, please keep my name as well. This is my ask. Your name will remain throughout the world, across the four ages. And those who remember it will be saved, liberated. So keep my name forever in the world as well. And besides this, I have no other desire. No other ask or desire remains within my mind. I've destroyed all other thoughts. With your name, with this association, my name will remain in the world. So please fulfill my desire. Oh, my beloved, please give me a sign. Otherwise, if you don't, I'll know that I should just go ahead and die. The names of your three wives have spread now beautifully across the entire world. So understand this is my ask of you. Please be graceful upon me and recognize my love for you. Listening to this, Guru Hargobin comforted Kaulan's heart, saying, your pain will so easily be removed and your name will be greater than the names of my three wives. It will spread so elegantly across the world. So come on, get up, go bathe in happiness, adorn yourself with the beautiful clothes and eat. You will have such a son in this world that everyone will take your name in remembrance. Your name will be associated with a sarovar. It will be named Kausar and known throughout. They'll do Ishnan, they'll bathe there and take your name. When people count the sarovars and Amritsar, you will be included in it. It will remain forever across time. Listening to this, Kaulan was just overjoyed. She said, Oh Guru Hargobind, you are the creator of my love. I've understood just the wondrous and beautiful nature of your deeds. And thus, I shouldn't be stubborn anymore. And whatever pleases you, I'll do. So Kaulan said this in happiness before then going to bathe. And Guru Hargobind came back to his residence. Guru Hargobind said to Baba Buddhaji, Let's now construct a sarovar and build it very quickly. Whatever supplies are needed, let us go get it, all the mortar and bricks, etc. Listening to the words of the Guru, Baba Buddha Ji then replied saying, Whatever you make, O Guru Hargobind, is for the benefit of others. And in saying this, the day passed. On the next day, Guru Hargobind himself went to that area of Golan's residence. He took with him many Sikhs, the Masans as well. Guru Hargobind walked over there and found a spot. He just stood there. And he himself laid the foundation there. 
and then commanded the congregation. Whichever six come to help in the building of this sarovar, they'll have all their desires fulfilled. So Baba Buddhaji sat there and supervised the construction of the sarovar, overseeing all the supplies being brought and utilized there. He'd do this very quickly, skillfully. All the six that were coming to receive the Guru's darshan, when they heard of the great importance the Guru had placed on the construction of Kaulasar, they immediately went to go help. And as such, the name of Kaulasar was established and it became widespread. Guru Hargobin explained to Kaulna, Kaulna, throughout all regions, domestic and foreign, your name will be heard and associated with this beautiful pilgrimage site, Tirat. This will be beneficial to the entire world. Those who bathe here will experience such bliss. Listening to this, Golan was so happy, and the Srovar was made so deep. And this is how the story occurred with Golan. Meanwhile, Rama, who had made his union with the Guru's house, with his daughter, engaging her to Guru Hargobind's son, he had now went home. When he got home, he told his wife, the Guru has engaged his son, Baba Gurdatta, to our daughter. His wife was so happy hearing this news, was just overjoyed, and she said, what great fortune we have to be united with the grantor of liberation. When Guru Hargobin comes to our village to marry his son here, the entire village will receive the darshan of Guru Hargobin. The entire village will be blessed and it will be thanks to you. You've done such a wonderful job. So after this, about three months had passed by. The month of Mog had arrived. This is around November to December time. Rama, in consulting with his wife, thought that they should marry their daughter now with Guru Hargobind's son. So they invited the local administrators, the Brahmins at that time. They checked their astrology charts to fix a time. They sent a letter out to Guru Hargobind proposing a date for the wedding. So our Brahmin then left Vatala, went to Amritsar to give this letter to Guru Hargobind. When he arrived there, Guru Hargobind asked him, Where are you from? And he replied saying, Rama had sent me to bring this letter of marriage to you. I've come from the village of Vatala for this task. But now I've come and received your divine sight, Darshan. What fate I must have. When somebody only has great fortune, then do they receive your Darshan. And Rama also told me to bow down to you on his behalf. So he read out the letter which said the month of Vasak, Vasakhi is so pleasing and we've determined that it to be a great date for the wedding. So please accept this as you wish. So news of this letter had reached the Guru's residence that a wedding date proposal had arrived and everybody in the residence hearing that was just thrilled, excited for the upcoming wedding. Mata Ganga said, wow, what a great thing to happen. I really desire to see all the great energy excitement of the wedding so they took care of that messenger of the Brahmin and then Guru Hargobind then went back to his residence he saw that everybody was already so happy excited they heard that the messenger had come they asked the Guru then so what did he say what date did they say Guru Hargobind replied saying that the month would be Vasak and it would be on the 21st day everybody hearing this in the house was really excited especially Mata Ganga who celebrated with her three daughter-in-laws the sweet nightingale-voiced women began singing, getting together in happiness. The news and enthusiasm about the wedding spread everywhere in the city, and everybody who got word of it was happy. And this is how chapter 58 concludes. In the next chapter, we'll hear about the preparations for the wedding and the very extravagant manner in which Guru Hargobind and all the family ride out to Vatala 
with Guru Hargobind on an elephant and his whole army performing many rifle volleys where everybody shoots in the air together in celebration. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Shut up, Shut up. Shut up.